You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. Each week, you'll hear from remarkable guests who have overcome challenges and obstacles to succeed in the face of adversity. By listening to their stories, you'll get practical tips, tools, and resources you can implement today to bust through your own internalized prisons of worry and doubt. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hey there, No Labels, No Limits podcast listeners. This is Sarah Box, your host of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, a podcast all about shedding our limiting labels and beliefs so we can live our dreams and shine our lights in the world as brightly as we were meant to. This week, we are joined by Olga Moreno. Olga is a woman who embodies living the American dream, and she's going to talk about that today. It's a pretty special story that she's going to have to share with that. But I'll tell you, her secret sauce is as a brand storyteller, where she combines her PR expertise, personal development, and coaching skills to help her clients get amazing results. She's a tenured public relations expert and the founder of the Public Relations and Influence marketing agency, Vibes Creative. I'm also curious about that name, so I'm going to come back and talk to her about that a little bit later. She and her team specialize in helping passionate, mission-driven, and conscious entrepreneurs who want to make a difference in the world by becoming thought leaders in their field. More questions for her around what she means by those terms. But something about Olga that really struck me when I learned more about her is that she is described as both strategic and creative. And I don't often hear those two words go together, but it makes perfect sense as a business owner that she would blend those. But she's able to use that to ensure that her clients reach their long-term goals, their strategy, through a holistic approach. So a very creative, customized, holistic approach. Um, that actually propels their business forward. And she takes passion for empowerment into working with girls and young women's organizations, such as Girls on the Run and Youth Fit to Lead as a coach. So she's deeply involved in community, things that matter, and people on a mission. Um, And really, at the end of the day, she wants to help really open and impact the lives of young girls and women so that they can live their most joyful, authentic, free, and fulfilled lives. So she's the perfect guest for No Labels, No Limits podcast. So let's welcome her to the show. Hi, Olga. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad we were finally able to connect. And in a minute, I'm going to ask you to tell why we didn't connect the first time with our listeners. Um, But I do want to ask you, with all that you have going on in your life, is there something that you do every day that keeps you focused on your own big dreams and goals? Yes, that's a great question and actually very timely because I um, have, as of recent, started to implement a morning ritual that I haven't really had before. I uh, mostly a lot of my mornings consist of uh, waking up and working out and getting my body moving and and 
um, that's what energizes me for the day. But as of recently, I started implementing a more self-care type approach uh, to my mornings, uh, which includes uh, meditation, some breath work, journaling, reading, and really just taking like 15, 20 minutes for myself to get grounded and connected. And I've noticed a world of a difference in the way that it sets me up for my day. Because I've, in general, I'm a very go, go, go type of a person. And I, sometimes it's, it's a lot. Um, and so I realized what was missing is getting grounded with myself, getting, you know, kind of checking in and, and saying, Hey, how are you feeling today? What do you need? And okay, let's just, let's just take some time to, to prepare for the day. So I feel like for me, that's been a game changer. And I actually meditated before uh, we hopped on to chat today, just to get really grounded. And it's, it's that from that place where I, I feel more creative, I feel more focused, I feel more strategic. It's, it, it amplifies, um, it amplifies the parts of me that I really want to bring online for the day. It's amazing to have a simple self-care ritual that actually provides self-care and illumination for us, you know, oh. and how great in that you actually are already recognizing the benefits from doing that. And it's really only been about a month that I've been consistent with it. I'm a part of a mastermind group where a morning ritual is a part of our four-month program. And I've tried meditating in the past and I've, I've struggled having it be consistent. It, it's been a little bit here, a little bit there, but what I found really, really actually works is the consistency, the daily practice, not a once a week or once a month practice. So it, it definitely took a little bit of time to, to get into it, but the habit now is there. And just the feeling that I have after I complete my morning ritual, it's, it's, it just feels really good. And I feel very much set up for my day and to, to win. Okay, well, I wasn't going to ask you this question until much later in the interview, but since you kind of teed it up for me, I'm going to. When you talk about being in this four-month group, so a group in general, what impact or value have you found from being part of a community? Wow. Well, I think accountability is top of mind for me because being an entrepreneur, um, it's, uh, it's just me and it's easy to let myself off the hook. If, uh, say the day gets away from me and uh, as they do, uh, often, um, there's certain things that just start to fall away and uh, the accountability piece for me has been incredible because I'm, I'm committed to my goals and I have, um, I have someone that's holding me accountable. If I'm not checking, checking things off, we, we use actually, uh, Asana, which is a project management platform for this mastermind, but having that accountability where I know that like, okay, not only do I have to check it off, but also there's someone that's going to ask me if I did it. So it's that extra layer and it's, 
it's actually, you know, within me, it's building trust within me because I, by being accountable to myself, which I actually realize is the biggest piece of this, that's what matters the most. But it, it, but it's really nice to have that piece where, where I know like, okay, my, my coach is going to ask me why, you know, did you do this? And you know, I, integrity is a really big core value of mine. So to be an integrity, I, of course, I'm not going to lie and say, yeah, I've been doing it when I haven't. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, the accountability piece is amazing. And also just being a, it's a, it's an all female, uh, mastermind for four, four months. And it's focused on our personal goals. So, some are business related, some are uh, personal relationship health, you know, everyone has uh, their own personal goals, but it's, uh, it's also, there's something about being in a community of women and being with that feminine energy that I really love. And, and as you know, I, I'm very passionate about working with women, working with, with girls. And I think that there is that feminine energy is also adding so much value. It's opening space for me to be, uh, more and more vulnerable. It's, um, and it's just this like energy of flow. It's flowy energy. So I really love, uh, being in an all female group because I haven't done, I've done a lot of mixed, um, type personal development work, but never just women. So I would say that those are, uh, the kind of the top of mind, two things that I've been finding a lot of value in. Thanks for sharing that. And I love that you mentioned that knowing that you can be accountable to yourself, what that does for yourself. You know, it's that whole, will mm -hmm. I trust myself to show up for myself? Yeah. It's, it's nice to be able day, to say yes. Every day I'm building, you know, a little, a little more and more and more and more trust within myself. Well, let's go back quite a ways in your journey and let our, let our listeners know who you are and how you got to be here and what led up to you starting your business. And then I want to talk more about that and the philosophy and your values around it because they're quite um, powerful. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, my name obviously is, uh, it's an Eastern European name as most people probably could guess. It's, it's not American Olga. Um, I was born in Russia, uh, in a, in a small town. Um, and my parents were, my mom and dad were, they met at university very close to where I was born. And then, um, after a while I, I moved to the South of Russia, but I, that's where I come from. And I lived there until 1998. So I was, uh, 10 and a half. Uh, when my mom actually, um, she got remarried and she uh, moved uh, to the United States with me to Oregon. And, you know, I being born in a country that's that's communist, um, it's uh, it's a very different world, especially back in 1998. Um, Russia was a very different world than the United States. And so I'm I'm an immigrant uh, first generation. Well, I, I guess I don't even know if it's first generation, if I was born in Russia, but I'm, uh, the first from my family it's, I have a very small family. It's, um, 
me and my mom who are uh, here in the United States and then uh, my half sister and my stepdad. But I was the first to go to uh, a four-year college here and, um, you know, really integrate into the American way of life uh, because I moved here at such a young age. I, it, it took me about a, a year or maybe two years to, to fully transition into feeling like, oh, I'm American <laughs> because it was, you know, such a young age. And, you know, I went to college at um, University of Oregon and um, I studied public relations, which is still what I do now, which is kind of incredible that, um, and, you know, I, I really didn't fully know what it all entailed when I studied public relations at school, but I really loved social media. I really loved um, brands and learning more about brands. And I loved working with people and I loved writing. So it all, the combination of all of that um, essentially led me down the path of studying public relations. And after that, I started working at uh, public relations agencies in Portland and then I uh, met my now husband and uh, relocated to San Diego and uh, continued working at public relations agencies here in San Diego. And actually, um, I met an incredible woman at um, one of my uh, jobs uh, here in San Diego. And she went off and started her own public relations agency. And she, um, after a little bit, brought me on. So I got the incredible experience of not only working for uh, big agencies, mid-sized agencies, but also being um, a right hand to uh, you know, a wonderful, um, wonderful woman. She's actually also from Russia. So we really had that connection um, when we first met. But um, you know, I was her right hand for about four years. So I learned a tremendous amount, not only about uh, public relations from a standpoint of being a very small team and doing, doing everything because it was just the two of us, but also learning a business um, and the technical aspect of, uh, of working at a company that I didn't necessarily get to learn when I was at bigger agencies because I was solely focused on client service. And um, in 2019, October, so exactly two years ago, I, um, you know, I took the risk and I started my own uh, business, Vibes Creative. So what motivated you to leave working with her to start your own? Um, that's a, it's a great question. You know, um, my husband, he is an entrepreneur. He's a, a poker player turned YouTuber turned businessman. Um, obviously, you know, being married to someone, um, they have a big influence on, on who you are and um, what you do. And he's, I loved watching his entrepreneurial journey. And I loved watching him create. And I loved watching him create his business into what that really reflected who he was as a person. And that really inspired me, and, and, you know, to, to, to think like, okay, maybe I can create something of my own too. And that thought, 
I never had that thought really until the tail end of uh, my time at the agency that I was at because it, it's not how I was wired up until that point. I grew up and and really, you know, my family they they've had very traditional path, uh, working for working for a company, uh, going into an office. So my my mindset was very traditional. And I think surrounding myself not only you know with my husband who uh, whose entrepreneurial ventures became to grow bigger and bigger and bigger over the time that I was at uh, my last job. But also, I was incredibly inspired by my mentor and the founder of the company that I was at. And she was, I saw that she was really creating the company to be, to be a reflection of who she was. And so I, I just had inspiration to leave a personal legacy and something that would be reflective of who I am as a person. So of course it was bittersweet. It's, uh, you know, I, I really loved that time and I really loved that experience, but I just kind of felt that it was a, it was the, the next risk. It was like that. I was, uh, I was feeling like, okay, I need to put myself into this next level of discomfort to see what I can create and just to see what I'm made of. Um, and I've done that. I've done that with every, every stage of my life. Like th that discomfort always ha has led me to something really incredible. So it was just, uh, it was a feeling that I had and I knew that I had to act on it. Um, and that's, you know, that's what led me here. That's so funny. I had a conversation with a gal who's had a very interesting life, but it ended up, we started talking about that, about the power and the positive things that come out of stretching and being uncomfortable. It's yeah. like, it never feels great in the moment, but afterwards you're going, mm -hmm. glad I did that one. So that's perfect. Um, comfort. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great to feel comfortable and in the groove, but honestly, if you've been there too long, you're just, I always think of that, that analogy of like, you're a hamster on a wheel, right? It's like, yeah. but there's more you could be doing or learning or growing. So Exactly. It was the next, it was the next chapter for me in my growth as an individual and as, you know, as a, as someone who's in a business, it's like, you know, there's, there's uh, always uh, like, okay, there's a promotion in the traditional word, right? Uh, promotion, or you go to a different company. And this was just the next step for me, Yeah. Um, which it was a big risk. It really was because I, I had no evidence that I could make it work. I just thought I could because I've, I've helped, but there was no evidence. But I think that it, it was, it was um, you know, creating without evidence, but having the, having the intention uh, is really what supported me through that. And of course, having a, a network of uh, family and friends and my husband who have encouraged me to just follow that, you know, that follow that calling. Good on you. So you're, you've named your business. You said values are important. You talked about integrity and piece of that. Talk about your business name and how you selected your quote unquote target audience, your preferred people that you try to work with? Yeah. Well, I will start with the first question, the name, Vibes Creative. So 
my husband, he's an influencer in the poker world and he's a content creator. And we've always both used the word vibes in in the context of um, like a feeling. It's like a good feeling. And he actually, you know, he ended up having vibes be a part of his um his name influencer name but it's something that it's it's just like we've we've called ourselves the vibes and because me creating this business actually originally was intended to be i would be doing the public relations and the influencer marketing and he would be the creative arm and like any business, it evolves and things change and things shift. Um, but, you know, I really resonated with that vibes was something that really embodied who we are and what the feeling that we want to have in any area of our lives, whether that's personal, professional. Um, and it's just something that has felt good for us. Um, you know, good vibes. So, Vibes Creative came from that because I knew that I didn't want to just have a business that was uh, public relations focused or just influencer marketing focused or just content because for me, what I really enjoy doing is having a little piece of the puzzle, like the, the whole thing, the whole thing um, that's marketing related. And I, I just, I'm a very creative person person and so is my husband so creative just really stuck like it just felt the vibes creative combo just felt really good for us and I felt like it really left it um open to uh to have the business evolve um in its natural way so that's the name I like and the name vibes <laughs> I use that term too a lot of times just like Sometimes it won't be in the positive sense. It's like I can walk in somewhere and just look at my husband and go, we don't want to stay too long here. It doesn't, it, there's just bad vibe in here. He goes, I know. Yes. Out. I use that word a lot too with um, my friends actually always make fun of me because I'm very particular about the vibe of the place. So if we're picking out a restaurant, I always say, okay, I want to go somewhere with a good vibe. And they always laugh because I'm, it's just, I'm very particular and, and it's only, I know what that vibe is. So, but they know when it's not there. Sometimes people can't describe when it's there, a good vibe, but you can feel it when you're in a negative space and who wants to eat in a negative space? Bad, oh yeah. Bad, bad idea. I, so, no, no, no. <laughs> so talk about your clients because you have a very um, particular set of folks you love to work with and who you just really kind of bloom and excel when you represent. So talk about them. They're a little bit unique. Yes. So over my career in public relations, I have found that there were certain people that I just really connected with certain clients and it made my job feel so much easier and so much more enjoyable and i you know it, i didn't necessarily pinpoint that for a long time but i just knew 
and this kind of goes back to the vibes. Like I just knew that, that the vibe of the, the experience of working with a certain client was good, exciting, exhilarating, inspiring, and others, it didn't necessarily feel that way. And so th- this really came, you know, this really came from having a lot of different experiences and working with a lot of different people. And so when I started my business, I didn't necessarily have this defined either. Um, it's been an evolution, but I started working with one client who you're familiar with. Um, she is a female entrepreneur and she is a very conscious mom designer and she has a really big mission in this world. And she was one of my first clients with my business. And I just fell in love with the experience of working with her. And I started asking myself, what is it about her that I really enjoy? What is it that just feels like this flows? And I realized it, she is a conscious entrepreneur that wants to make a difference in the world and she wants to share her mission and her vision and she wants to you know bring other people along and i started thinking like okay what are the 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 characteristics of her and i love as i mentioned earlier i love working with women i think that women are so incredible and so creative and so we're just flowy and it, I, I just really have a connection with women. And I also love the, the conscious entrepreneur, someone who wants to make a difference in this world, who wants to leave this world a better place, who has a mission that's their why. And I realized I, that's, that's who I connect with because that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to leave this world a better place. I want to add to the world and add po- positivity and add uh you know positive growth and make a positive difference and i realized that my superpower was seeing the gifts of these entrepreneurs who are making a, a huge difference in the world and and telling their story because i've found that we as humans, we often don't fully see our gifts as, as other people see them for us. And that's something I realized is, wow, I, I'm able to pull out these golden nuggets, these, these, these diamonds out of these entrepreneurs who have a mission and tell their story in an impactful way, being a storyteller and being a creative. I love, um, challenging myself with creating the most incredible story on their behalf and telling it and also inspiring them to then step into their power and their belief in, in that they are a gift, that they are incredible, that they are making such a big difference in the world. And so, um, and that's really, that's really the type of client that I really, really enjoy working with. And it, it doesn't have to be women. I work with men as well, but someone who wants to leave this world a better place and make an impact that's a great person to work with because hey why not you know when you have your own business and you can choose who you can work with why not work with 
great people, good people. And um, yeah, that's really what brings me joy and, and what ignites my spark is telling the stories of these incredible entrepreneurs. I'm curious, when you begin telling their story um, and they see kind of your work, are any of them hesitant to put on the story that you have been able to see from the outside about them? Like, do you have any barriers or obstacles you have to get them through? Like just from mindset perspective, not that there's anything else with them, but they might go, oh, no, I can't talk about myself like that. That's too grandiose. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, that is absolutely something that um, I've come across. Um, I think particularly I found that in women, uh, that women shy away from fully embracing the like the incredible leader or the incredible business owner or the incredible designer or or you know whatever it is that 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 they do for for work and whoever they are it's um they shy away from fully embracing that and so what i really enjoy doing it's you know it, it's all um it all starts with a messaging session with them and and i ask them a lot of different questions and i take notes and i also pay attention to their their way of being and, and how they are and once i extract all of that and i i condense it and i make it um you know punchy and to the point and um cohesive i work with them in practicing that messaging and so when there is um because you know especially the client i was mentioning earlier she has a big mission in this world and it could be scary to, to voice that mission. And so it's really getting them grounded in, in their why and coaching them and, and having them practice their messaging and just getting them comfortable in, in that because that's the first step. It's like really comfortable in communicating their message and making sure they like how it sounds and how it flows and um, if there's certain things that, you know, they might want to shy away from and talking, we dive, we dive into that, like, okay, well, let's talk about that. How come? And oftentimes it's just a fear that, um, if we work through it and we actually understand what's underneath that fear and, and, and if we talk about, okay, is the why bigger than the fear? then that, you know, that's actually how I've navigated a lot of the, those conversations, because it could be scary, but if their why is bigger than the fear, then that, that, that fear becomes a little smaller, the bigger their why gets. So it's really about seeing them, seeing them in their fear, right? Because I think to dismiss a fear, because it's a rational fear, uh, is, doesn't really work, because, we, you know, our fears feel so real to us. So it's seeing them, uh, having them acknowledge, okay, that's a fear, uh, and helping them navigate it from a standpoint, okay, well, how can you talk about this that feels good for you? Um, equipping them with messaging, um, talking points that they can always go back to, right? Like if, if uh, they feel like, okay, wow, I didn't get to fully express myself. What are the different techniques that you can use to say, okay, but uh, one thing that I haven't talked about is this. So really making sure that they ultimately feel 
uh, like they can get their message across and get all of the points across that they want. And with, with the fear of not wanting to share certain things, it's really just talking through it and seeing what's underneath that and um, empowering them to uh, really see the gift that they're giving to the world uh, by sharing that message. So you you bring um, a whole new level to PR and marketing when you bring in that coaching and discovery, the growth aspect, Olga, because that's not necessarily part and parcel of other people's approaches. It's more that mechanical, you know, who are you talking to? And, you know, and it's it's strategic, but it's not holistic. So you've just done a great job describing kind of like that really holistic and growth focused piece that you offer people, which is a huge benefit, huge benefit. Yeah. And a really big a piece of what I offer my clients is a thought leadership. And it's something that has always intrigued me in working with clients over the years. And I didn't necessarily know why, but now I understand it's because the thought leadership aspect of a PR campaign is working with the founder of the company in telling their story, like, why did I start this company? Why was it important to me? And this is why I love working with entrepreneurs who are passionate, who want to tell their story, because that's what people connect with, is the story of why you started this product. For me, I love buying from companies that have a why. Like, I wanted to start this so people could feel authentically free to be themselves, okay, yeah, I want to support that company. So it's really connecting the product to the person behind it and why they created it is uh, what I really love doing, which, you know, really ties in nicely with what I just explained about, um, you know, empowering those entrepreneurs to tell that story because, hey, if you can connect with your customer on the heart level and they, they've, they are then they're sold. They'll buy anything from you. There's some companies that I'm just like, whatever you're selling, I'll buy it. And it's because I connect to their mission and their vision, not necessarily the product itself. Yeah, that's so true. You know, there, or, and if you're not, not a long time buyer, you'll try it, right? Cause you're so invested in their vision and what they're trying to do in the world. So you talk about being able to, you know, work holistically with someone that kind of work, that level of insight that you have, comes from, you know, sometimes innate skills and abilities, but also from personal development and growth. And I know you talked that about really enjoying personal development and emotional intelligence mm -hmm. trainings. Can you share a bit about the types of trainings that those are and um, what kind of maybe the changes that you experienced? I can, yes. Um, I've started my personal development journey about six years ago um, at a center in Las Vegas called Choice Center. And it is, um, I would say it's the boot camp of personal development training. <laughs> um, and it's uh, the structure of those trainings. It's, it's two weekends that are uh, four days long. And then there's a hundred days of uh, it's called leadership where you set personal goals and you have a coach, uh, a buddy and a team that holds you accountable into creating those goals. And that hundred days is really where you implement everything that you learned in the first two weekends and putting it into 
play into your life. It's like where the rubber meets the road, I say. And, you know, before I started doing personal development, my life was really good. You know, I, um, I was working a, a great job and I was in a, a really great relationship, a really great loving relationship with my now husband, uh, boyfriend at the time. And, you know, I didn't necessarily know what was there for me because I just didn't know too much about personal development or personal growth. And when I started to um, dive into that world and really, you know, really noticing and learning about myself and peeling back the layers, um, I, I started to realize the limiting beliefs that I had about myself and what I was capable of doing and what I was capable of creating, uh, like what my limits were, like what were, what were my upper limits of what I could create as a human being and how deeply I could love and how big of a difference I could make in the world. I didn't have any of those thoughts. And so, you know, really when I started to go down the path of that, and I not only started to learn more about me and who I was, which is such an interesting concept, right? Like I've, I'm me and I've been with myself for, for so many years, it was like 25 years at, at the time when I started doing personal development work. But I started to notice like, ooh, okay, here are some things that I do that I was pretty unconscious of. Um, here are some patterns that repeat over and over again, or here are ways where I stop myself, or here are the beliefs that I have that they're not actually true, but why do I think these, these thoughts? And so it was really a journey of uh, self-discovery of who I was and what I wanted in life. And, um, you know, before I started doing the work, I really... I was kind of just following a path of, of what I thought I should do, of what I've seen other people do and what I've seen, you know, my, my parents do. And when I started to learn about myself, I realized, hmm, I kind of want to do a lot of other things. And I learned what, what fired me up. I learned what, um, ignited the spark inside of me. I learned about what my fears were. I learned about things that I wanted that I didn't know I wanted because they were so far down suppressed because they were scary. They were scary, big goals. And I also got the tools to um, overcome those fears. I realized, you know, I've, I've, I have a lot of fear. Like I'm a very, I've been a fair, very fear-based person where I've let fear hold me back from doing certain things. And what I learned was, uh, you know, stepping into uh, courage and taking risks was more important to me than being comfortable. Because in those moments of courage and taking risks, I felt alive and free and uh, excited and joyful and really authentic because I was, I was letting my inner guiding system guide me to the things that I wanted versus 
sticking to uh, a path that was predetermined or the path that was easy or traditional. And so I really think um, it has created this, uh, it's created in me the ability to really understand myself and has given me the courage to go for the things that I really, really want. And also I realized that I loved passing this gift along to other people and inspiring other people to look within and ask themselves, what would make me happy? What would, what does my dream life look like? If I just had a magic wand and I could wave it, what would that look like? Right. Just dreaming. And I, that's like for me in the past, I've never dream. I've never just dreamed. Like I was scared to, I was scared to dream big because there's a voice in my head that always said, mm, that's not possible. No, you can't. Well, who are you to have that? And so just that exploration of what, you know, what is it actually that makes me happy and acting on those on those thoughts and acting on those dreams and having the courage to do so has been a really big, um, a really big result of me doing personal development work. And, you know, I haven't just done trainings at, at that center, but they do have quite a bit. Um, you know, I've done other trainings uh, at a place called core um, a woman's training, which that's kind of where I started to discover, wow, I love sisterhood. I love women. And I love how women are when, when we come together, it's such a very different dynamic than, uh, when we're with the masculine, just because the feminine energy is, is so powerful and so different. And I'm just kind of letting the journey take me, um, it, wherever it does. And I love working with, uh, coaches uh, life coaches, as I mentioned at the start of this interview, I'm in a, a three month, four month long mastermind with with women where uh, personal development is a, an element of it. It's personal growth. So I just know that for me, it's going to be a huge part of of my life for the rest of my life because, you know, if we're not growing, but we're 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 kind of reverting backwards. And I and I I'm like an onion where there every every time i do a training or every time i do something that's focused on me i peel back another layer and i learn something else and i learn something else and i learn something else and you know as as my life evolves there's new things to learn about myself and new chapters um so yeah it's it's been um incredible and i think um you know i love incorporating it into my work because it's I'm at, at the end of the day, I'm working with people and we're all the same and Absolutely. we all have the same fears and the same dreams and desires. And so in being able to incorporate that, I think just really feels right because underneath every entrepreneur is, you know, it's like their inner child who is like, I'm scared, or maybe am I going to be too much if I take a stand for this thing that I really want to take a stand for? So it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's important for me to also to pass along my knowledge and understanding of myself to other people and, and uncover and inspire them to create everything that they want in their life. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for stepping into that so that you can open more of our lives with your understanding and especially in the world of work that you do. Um, my last question 
Hopefully you can answer it. It's a dream question that you inspired me to think of right when you were talking about dreaming. I want you to go maybe 40 years into the future. You're sitting around a table with eight other women. They could be living or dead. It doesn't matter to me. But who would you like to be sitting around just chewing the fat with and having a conversation when you're 80 years old or so? Oh, wow. That is a really good question. I thought so. <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, my mom. My mom is incredible. She, God, I just want to give some kudos for this woman who left Russia to come to the United States because she saw the dream. She saw the dream that I'm living out now. Yep. You know? So your so, mom's there. My mom's there. Her her mom, who... Okay. Um, so she planted the seeds in your mom. Yes. She is, you know, she's the DNA that I have in me. Um, her mom. And gosh, I also have a group of like 30 best friends, women who are also on this journey, who are also doing the work and eight, like that makes it hard. This is Sarah. This is what makes our group trips hard because there's never eight people. There's always 30, but you know, you I can have all 30. Yes. Yes. I would have, you know, my, my best, my best friends, my sister, my sisters through my husband, I inherited uh, many sisters through my husband, which I've always dreamed of. So all of them, my mother-in-law, who is incredible. And also, I'm just going to put this out there. My daughters, my daughters, they're going to be there as well. So these, what's what I love about your answer is these are all influencers in your life and in other people's lives. You think about your grandmother never knowing necessarily her influence on your mom and what that brought you to. And then all the people in your life right now that continue to lift you up and inspire you. Um, and they don't have to be like famous people. They are famous because they are contributing to you and yeah. your your life. So where's the best place, Olga, for people to stay connected with you? Well, you could uh, check out my website at vibescreative.com and you could follow me on Instagram at Olga Allison. And that's where I will be continuing to post my journey. Cool. So we'll have those in the show notes for anybody. And thank you for being a guest on the No Labels, No Limits podcast and for bringing really good vibes. Thanks so much, Sarah. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.